0: the mind of God is such a lightning rod. It's the Rhyme and Reason podcast, episode 229. There's a There, Tony here, and thank you so much for being on this episode of the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, which was actually supposed to be last week's Rhyme and Reason Podcast. And uh it got to be a, a little bit of a challenge this past week. I switched my serving and uh, my host serving, my hosting over to a new server, and I went from a shared server, which a lot of smaller Uh, websites are on, and it makes sense to be on, and I was on for a long time. However, my resources and users and um, bandwidth is being used up, and that's a good thing because it means more things are going on. And it's also a bad thing because I have to switch servers, which means it's like, you know, packing up your house and moving all in the digital world. And sometimes it goes very smoothly, sometimes not quite so smoothly, and in this case it was not so smoothly. And so I'm telling you all that so you'll know that that we're back online and things are going well again. And I should probably just jump into the subject, the mind of God, because that's got to be more interesting than all the stuff I just said, right? But we got to be careful because the mind of God, it's probably not what you think. How many times have you heard this? It's all part of God's plan. I've heard it a lot. I've heard it a lot lately and from Christians. And i got to tell you, it makes me cringe every single time because they've fallen for that platonic view of God rather than what God actually says about himself in the Bible. He does talk about himself in the Bible, and he tells you about himself, and he shows you himself. He reveals his nature over and over throughout the Bible, and it's nothing like Plato described. The mind of God contains everything any of us will ever need for life, love, and happiness. But talking about what God does or doesn't do, or what God knows or doesn't know, divides Christians faster than lightning divides the night sky. That's pretty fast. Now before I go any further, I'd like to ask you a question again. You know Plato wasn't a Christian, right? Quite the opposite, in fact. He was a pagan Greek philosopher. Yet he influenced one of the biggest Christian influencers. You might know this name, Augustine. And that influence was so strong that Augustine interpreted the Bible based on what Plato said about God instead of what God actually said about himself. And to quote a fairly famous politician now, I guess you can call him a politician, that's a huge problem. The mind of God isn't revealed in Greek philosophy. It's important to know that your one true living, loving creator, aka God, designed you to be an awesome reflection of him and his nature. But, and this is a big but, he didn't decide before the foundation of the world every thought you'd ever think, every word you'd ever say, or every action you'd ever take. God took a gigantic risk, And let you have your own will. Hmm. Some would say that didn't turn out so well. Of course, I disagree. Because having your own will means you get to make your own choices. And making your own choices means true love is a distinct possibility. Sadly, it also means that true hate is a distinct possibility. But that's a necessary and possible consequence of free will. The Greek philosophers like Plato said, if God is perfect, then he can't change in any way. According to them, that, uh, that would take away from his perfection. Their silly claims say that God is, or they would say back then that he is, that he's impassable, which means he has no passion. He's immutable, he never changes. And he's impeccable, he's unable, unable to sin. But the mind of God is revealed in his word and it's not like those claims. If God himself told you he loves or that he changes or that he resisted all sin, would you believe him? Or would you prefer to believe what pagans say about his character? Well, I hope you choose God's word on the subject instead of Plato's. When you do, you'll discover love beyond comprehension, mercy and care beyond understanding you'll discover the Creator who can be moved and affected by your cries for help and your prayers of thanksgiving.
1: I'd like to play this little song, and I'll be right back. God looked down on me He knew I was wrong You served my position I held for so long Yeah, he just took over Where my brain left off He knew it was risky He knew they'd all scoff Sometimes I'm so stupid And so often blind Straight reason for feelings Mistakes underlined And so again I behold the outer man Through God's condescending attitude And I defer to the perfect architect And this consequential servitude He spirals his thoughts Through my barricade He knows I am feeble hands me his blade He tells me to rise up from my phoenix blight He builds me a fortress of conquering light When my clay is brittle crumbles to sand I long to be putty in my master's hand and then I can behold the inner man through God's condescending attitude Because He chose me as His dwelling place I choose this consequential servitude There were no incantations No hallelujah chorus He just commanded His Spirit Relinquished his position, succumbed to his detractors, withstood an inquisition, and then he died, a death that was for us. God looked down on me. He knew I was. served my position I held for so long Yeah, he just took over Where my brain left off He knew it was risky He knew they'd all scoff When my clay is brittle And crumbles to sand I long to be buddy In my Master's hand And then I can Behold the inner man Through God's condescending attitude Because He chose me as His dwelling place I choose this consequential servitude
0: Yeah, I choose consequential servitude. That's what I choose, and I have the will of my own to do that. The horrible things that happen in this world are absolutely not part of God's plan. He's not working evil things together towards some so called greater good. In fact, He says, don't do evil, that good may come of it. And He's a good Father. He's the ultimate Father. So He wouldn't tell us to do as He says and not as He does. Some of the most despicable and vile things we humans have done, never even entered God's mind. That's a link on the article that uh, coincides with this podcast episode. Never even entered God's mind. What? I thought God knew everything. Hmm. He didn't plan it. He said he didn't. He said that in his word. It's in there. The good news is, because God does change and love and feel emotions, You can have an awesome relationship with him. Awesome, a real relationship, not make-believe, one that can last forever. He wants that for you, but he won't force it on you if you don't want it. My hope for anyone who doesn't already trust Jesus to be the way, the truth, and the life is that they'll change their minds while they're still breathing here on good old planet Earth. If that's you, I promise you'll love discovering how you're here because you came from the mind of God. And that does it for this episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. I'm Tony, brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com. Tony Funderberg's brought to you by Tony. Tony's brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much for being there again. Uh, it means the world to me. It means more than you can even understand or comprehend. Maybe dive into the Bible and ask God for wisdom, and he'll help you understand how much it means to me. Okay. Thank you so much, and until next time, remember, there is a rhyme and reason to life, because God made you.
1: There's a rhyme and reason.